0: men in Cleveland special broadcast this week are we going back to weekly is that what's happening I don't know what we're doing oh. I think both of you and I we just we're just confused people we're just trying to get by each day and we may be broadcasting every week I don't know but all I know is that we have the big big game the on big Sunday. Game. we can't say the word other word that rhymes with duper yeah and you use it in the morning sometimes it's called a bowl so yeah you know, can't say that but no. uh but guess who is going to talk about the big game is our friend john ryan he's oh. going to join us today to talk of course our favorite segment as well as one of our favorite topics betting i know you're a huge better ted I, i've really noticed recently you've been wearing kind of some older clothes yeah have you been spending a lot of money in DraftKings? no no paying, uh, you know all of my bets are off okay <laughs> just like your pants yes that's right that's right Well, a special segment, but that doesn't mean we have to do anything different. Time for our favorite segment as well, the Jersey game. Oh, yes. All right, let's start with the uh, Guardians. This is for 30? What's this? For number 30, is that right? No, 13. 13. 13. Wait a minute. I thought this was
1: episode one. Oh, okay. So we're, okay. Episode 13. Well, Omar Vizquel.
0: Done. Can you name any others? Uh... There's a couple of good ones on here. Mm. Late nope. 80s, 80s uh, Guardians baseball. Mark Lewis is 12, so it wouldn't be him. No. You like to you always like to guard or say Mark Lewis. The yeah. other one's Mark Wiley. You always like to say that one too. Oh, Mark Wiley. That's not 13. He's-, he's not a, he's not 13. No, no, here's I, the I, here's the group. Yeah. Ron Pruitt. Is he uh Greg's brother? Could be. Okay. Ernie Camacho. Okay. Joel Skinner, Tim Laker, as Drubal Cabrera. There you go. That's a good group. How about your clowns from uh, Cleveland, Cleveland Browns? 13 was
1: uh, – um, uh, who was the guy that uh, got kicked off the team for substance abuse? Wasn't he thirteen?
0: Oh, the uh, tall, big, tall receiver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. not he 15 at some point? Might have been. OBJ was. Oh, yeah,
1: OBJ. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, I don't know if anybody else. Recently. I'm sure there was a quarterback at some point today.
0: Yeah, Frank Ryan. He's uh, okay. like one of the best. And well, then Josh yeah. McCown. Boy, both ends of the spectrum there. Yeah, he just got completely concussed. Um, yeah. What about the Cavs? 13... Uh,
1: Couple good There's ones, somebody that's currently
0: playing that wears 13. Yeah. TT Tristan Thompson. That's what I said. Yes. Well, he's he not was... playing now. He's suspended. Well, that's, that's his fault. A couple PEDs. It happens. Yeah. yeah. James Silas, John Amici. I know he's one of your fan favorites. Yeah. Donnie Marshall. Is that same as Danielle Marshall? It's gotta be the Would... same guy. I think so. Michael Stewart. He sounds like a lawyer or an actor. Delonte West, boy, the stories we could talk about oh, with the West. Oh, my gosh, poor, that man. poor guy. He's He's got some real mental issues right now, the poor guy. Pray for him. And then uh, Ricky Rubio, who's uh, no longer with the Cavs. He's also fighting some mental illness as well. So yeah. that's your jersey update, Ted. Okay. You deserve it. It's Thank brought you. to you by me. We don't have a sponsor. so. Well, uh, should we go talk about the big game? I think we should talk about the big game. Yeah, let's talk to John. Time to have a little bit more time with one of our favorite sports betting people. That, of course, is John Ryan from the Predictive Playbook. John was nice enough to join us here on one of the biggest times of the year for football as we get ready for the big game on Sunday. But, John, before we talk about some of the betting strategies you're looking at and maybe some predictions or some props we should play, I think you have some news that you'd like to – Tell all of our listeners about. You've kind oh, of taken yeah. on a different title have, here recently.
2: Do we have breaking news? Yeah, we or... uh, we took a step forward in uh, in uh, life. I guess I, I guess you would Ooh. call it being being uh, my wife and I are now grandparents for the first time ever. Oh. and uh, believe me, that's like winning the Super Bowl. It really is. It's um, I'm not ashamed to say I, I, when I got the word uh, that uh, that he had arrived, I. I broke down and cried. I, you know, it's just so emotional and it's just so incredible. You know, you guys know my story of, uh, you know, a health battle and that just magnifies these situations and uh, makes the gratitude off the charts. So,
1: 100%. yeah, it was,
2: uh, it was tremendous. So I've already won the Super Bowl about a uh, hundred times over uh, just from that.
0: That's so awesome, John. Congratulations. And, Thank uh, you.
2: Obviously, Ted and I know
0: what it's like to, you know, certainly, have our own ch- children be born and, and experience that. But uh, it, there is something special, and I see it from my parents, and I know certainly Ted sees it from his in-laws of, of you know, seeing grandparents and being with kids and all that stuff. Super exciting for you. So as we kind of move forward here, as we look at the big game on Sunday, John, San Francisco and the Chiefs. We talked about a couple different angles you were looking at. Are there any other props that you've seen here in the past week that you maybe
2: say, hey, this might be something to take a look at? Well, I think the, the running back props are, are kind of intriguing here. We've had 22 running backs gain over 100 yards in the history of the Super Bowl. And um, it's a much bigger number than I thought. But it hasn't happened in, qu- in quite a while now. So I think even though the odds are, are probably not reflective of the real odds, that a guy like McCaffrey will get 100-plus yards, I think that's a, a good bet. And uh, whatever the VIG is, you're going to have to, you know, it might be minus 125 or minus 130 because they don't want to change the number of yards from when they started because uh, that creates a mess for the books. But, you know, whatever it is, I, I think that's a, a pretty solid bet. And I would do it on the other side of the, the coin, too, with uh, the other coin, the other team with uh, Pacheco. And I think you do both of those, maybe you win one, lose one, you make a little bit um, or break even, or, you know, you're lucky enough to win both. Uh, But I do think the ground games are going to be a dominant feature in the game plans of both teams. Both teams have extraordinarily great defenses. Kansas City likes to throw it over the middle and control that part of the field. And, and that truly is where the 49ers strength uh, lies and uh, conversely, Kansas City is one of the best run-stopping defenses in the NFL, as we have seen now two straight weeks where Mahomes has been an underdog. And this will be the first time that Mahomes has been an underdog in three consecutive games. And he is extraordinarily good as a dog, going 11-1 and one with one push in his entire career as an underdog. And just keep in mind, that's six years, and it's only been 23 times he's been an underdog. And with Andy Reid, the greatest point spread he has ever been a dog is four-and-a-half points when they played at the Ravens, I believe it was a few years ago, off the top of my head, I don't remember what specific season, but that's the greatest dog price he's ever been. Hmm. Huh. Wow. Yeah, it's remarkable, isn't it?
1: That's yeah. – for as long as Andy Reid has been around, wow. Um,
2: yeah, and that's Andy Reid with Mahomes. Yes. Okay. But still, I mean, yeah. it's um, – you know, Eddie Reed, as I've said time and time again, he doesn't get the credit he really deserves. Um, you know, too many people poke fun about the cheesesteaks in Philly and that kind of thing. But he really uh, has been one of the best head coaches in the history of the NFL. And, uh, you know, you have two giants of the game going head to head here in terms of the brain trust. Yeah, and it's going to be it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be like a chess game within a chess game within a chess game and whoever has the you know they think three four five plays ahead and whoever does that the best uh is going to come out the winner here well
1: as they look three four five plays ahead uh let's talk about the over under on this game is this are we looking for a lot of points not a lot of points what uh what are you thinking what is what is vegas thinking
2: well, I think Vegas is kind of pointing you to the over. Now, what does the public generally do in Super Bowls? They bet the favorite. Granted, we really don't have a significant favorite here. And they bet the over. And that's natural human tendency. Uh, it's human nature to do that. And I do think that uh, price of, uh, on the total opened at 47.5. And, and I'm just having uh, trouble pulling up the – I'm going to use ESPN bet. And we'll get that up here in one quick second. And we'll see where we are now. And then I can give you some betting flows, too, uh, that I collect from uh, eight different sports books, And that gives us some good you know, business intelligence, if you will, um, on what is really going on in the marketplace. So let's see here. NFL. Gee, only one game, guys. <laughs> I had to say it. So we are looking at uh, 47 and a half still. And um, that's been rock solid. We have minus one and a half on the line. 49ers are favored, obviously. Uh, money line's minus 124. If you like the 49ers right now, uh, that's a pretty good price considering nice. that minus one and a half is normally not minus 124. Yeah. And this is somewhat commonplace um, in the Super Bowl only. It's kind of exclusive to the Super Bowl because you get everybody public money, you know, 50, 100. 200 bucks being bet on the 49ers at minus one and a half, minus one ten. And it, it causes the lack of action on the money line causes that price to drop. And and normally minus one and a half would be, you know, at least minus one thirty. Um, so you're getting a, a really, really good price here at minus one twenty-four. That's you know, that's only fourteen basis points of VIG more than laying the minus one and a half. So yeah, You know, I don't I've preached time and time again. I don't like laying minus 120 and above. But in this situation, that's the cheaper price. If you like the 49ers. I think that's a pretty good bet, John. Actually,
0: I put a little bit of money on that on that right now, just because I'm trying to figure out what I still want to do. But I just looked at that price. It was earlier today. And I was like, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to get a better opportunity with the money line play as well. Talking a little bit more about Ted's question, which I think is a good one. The over under. I just have this gut feeling, and John, obviously, you have much more analytics involved with this. I just have this gut feeling that this game's going to go under. I don't know why that is. I, I think be, just because both of these offenses are pretty good and San Francisco's been scoring a ton of points, but I just think there's been so much time from these de, you know, defensive coordinators on both sides to really take a look and really shut down what they need to shut down. And I, I could see this game, in all honesty, with a combined – Total of somewhere around, I think, like 35 points, John. I- am I completely off base or? Is, no, I are think your numbers may be seeing that too.
2: I think you're onto something. And in, uh, in playoff action, your first and third quarters are generally the lower scoring quarters. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised to see this game start out very cautious, you know, running plays. Um, I do like this one prop that just came into my mind uh, Brock Purdy to complete his first pass. Is getting uh, like plus 180 money, and I, I think, what are the 49ers known to do when they play a Super Bowl, whether it was Montana or any of them? A little short swing pass out in the flat, get the nerves out of the quarterback system. This is Purdy's, you know, Super Bowl. He's, you know, already almost a legend being drafted last in the in the draft, and um, you know they they want to get out to a calm start. We saw what happened when they didn't uh, just couple weeks ago now with Detroit Uh, but they also have the firepower as we also saw in that game to come back from pretty big deficits but going against Kansas City and Andy Reid who's one of who has become probably the best closer head coach in the NFL when he was with the Eagles he would sit on leads and really blew a lot of games that should have been won by the Eagles Um, and as he learned and had more experiences, seasons and seasons and seasons, he now knows how to close out that fourth quarter. Uh, one other that you and I talked about, Kim was uh, Shanahan is one in 35 I think now uh, when trailing by five or more points at the end of the third. Well guess what? Gruden is the all-time leader in that and he's a Super Bowl champion and no longer coaching, you know for obvious reasons, but he was I, I think oh in 42 when trailing by five at the end of the third quarter. So wow. when you hear that stat, and I can rip off like a dozen names of head coaches that are winless going into the fourth with a deficit of five or more points and, and some really big names. Uh, Andy Reid has the most wins, however, coming from behind uh, by five or more. And a lot of that is you know, automatically by default because he's played the most games as a head coach. Sure. But he's 20 and 80, and if I remember right, Belichick had uh, he was 12 and like 120 in that situation. So, needless to say, Belichick was leading at the end of the third a heck of a lot more times than trailing. Um, and now the same thing kind of with Reed here as the Chiefs have become a, a superpower in the NFL, if you will. But you know that's where the live in-game betting comes in. If you're seeing a team down. Uh, more than down six going into the fourth and it happens to be the 49ers and you know that you heard that stat on uh, CBS and they said oh he's only one in 31 now and that win just happened last week that doesn't mean that you go bet the Chiefs you know it, it, to me it, it's almost meaningless that that trend because it's universally applied to all head coaches regardless if they coached one year or whether they coached uh, 25 uh, seasons. So it, it's something that's very hard to do at the NFL level. It happens a lot in college football, but at the NFL, it's very hard to do.
1: Hey, John, uh, who do you uh, – what's the betting line or who Who are we thinking is going to be at the end of the game saying, I'm going to Disney World?
2: Well, I I, I got to think it's going to be Purdy. Um, wow, Okay. Yeah, you know, I got to think okay. it's going to be them. They're, those guys, um, yeah, they've had two wake up calls now in the last uh, two playoff games. Um, I can't tell you this historically, they are a team that is coming in on an ATS losing streak. And the last time that happened was the Patriots in 2007, I believe, against the Giants and Eli Manning. The Patriots were 12 and a half point Super Bowl favorites over the Giants, and they lost 17 14. I don't know if that applies here to the, the 49ers because obviously they're not going to take anything lightly. Not saying that the Patriots did, but they got themselves in a in a mess, and they couldn't get them get themselves one of the few times Brady couldn't get out of the out of the fire, so to speak, um, like he did against the Atlanta Falcons, for example. But um, I wouldn't put any credence into you know putting even pizza money bet on who's trailing at the end of the third and thinking that, okay, the game's over now. Um, teams that score first have done very, very well historically in the history of the Super Bowl. But recently, I believe it's a 7-1 streak that the team that scores first loses the game. Ooh. And these things, you know, they're like waves. You know, it's like um, like you could be flipping a coin and heads comes up eight in a row. And an hour later, you're still flipping that coin and tails comes up eight in a row, and then all of a sudden it reverses and you start alternating, you know, heads and tails and, you know, forever. And it's kind of what, like that because there really is no predictive value in um, the outcome of the game just saying that the team that scores first goes on to win. Um, but, you know, in this, in this situation, I think there is more uh, meaning to whoever scores first probably is going to win the game. And if that's a prop bet that you can get on, I think I would bet it because it's going to be priced not to happen because that's been the recent trend. Yeah. Uh, so that's a little contrarian one there for you. That's um, a good one too. Let's see on the betting flows. Well, here, here's what, again, um, the the dog is getting all the attention, and that's Kansas City. 64% of the bets. I'm sorry, 68% of the bets, 64% of the handle. Hmm. Um, And I'm seeing minus twos now. So ask yourself this question. If 68% of all the tickets being accepted at DraftKings is on the Chiefs, why is that line not at plus one? And why is it at plus two? Because we were just that, plus one and a half. So if all these bets are going on Kansas City, why is it not plus one or even pick them? That tells you that the big money and the so-called smart money is is siding with the 49ers. So yeah, for sure. that, that is really – I don't think I've ever seen that kind of spread in the Super Bowl. Uh, maybe we'd have to go back to that Patriots game uh, where they lost outright. Uh, total, let's see here. At 47.5, we have 67% of the bets on the over, 65% of the handle on the over. So, the under, I think uh, Ken is on to something there. Yep. And um, I know I'm talking an awful lot here, but in the live game betting strategy with the total, maybe history doesn't repeat and the first quarter starts out 7-7 and the offenses are just moving up and down the field and the defenses are struggling. They're on their heels. That total is going to fly up close to probably a half pretty quick. And during the first half of action, that's where you want to take advantage of that. So if you like the under, maybe bet 50% pre-flop at 47.5. And then in that first quarter, second quarter, look for that in the 50s number uh, to add a pe- you know, pizza money or maybe uh, 25% of your bet. And if it gets to 59.5, I would add the other 25%, and then you have a full bet. But I think the scoring volatility is going to be pretty high. Kansas city has played 32 games, which leads the NFL in games in which they and their opponents had a seven point lead. Uh So I kind of see this game going like that, that whoever scores first doesn't mean that the the Super Bowl is over. Um, Whoever um, has the lead at halftime, doesn't mean that they're going to go on and win. Although the ATS records are outstanding for the team that is tied or ahead. Um, well, here's one for you. This actually came from a, a buddy of mine locally, that the Super Bowl winner has worn the white jersey 37 uh, times out of the whatever number it is now, 58. 37 times the team wearing white has <laughs> won the the Super Bowl. Now that has absolutely zero correlation to any analytical expertise, but it is kind of neat to uh, to see that.
1: That's that's if I were to put money on this game, that's the line I would go with. <laughs>
2: That's the one. Well, guess who's wearing white? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes, they are. Yes. John, this is unbelievable information, and don't be afraid to talk because, in all honesty, this information that you're providing for our listeners is phenomenal. If you're going to take a bet on this game, you need to follow all the different things that John Ryan talks about and also take a look at his page, thepredictiveplaybook.com. John, I'm going to switch gears on you from the big game on Sunday Many different people are new to betting. They want to put some money in the game. I actually got a question from somebody that listens to our podcast that they wanted me to ask you Is there a particular book that you prefer over another when it comes to placing
2: your bets? Ooh, that is a good one. Um, DraftKings has done a a tremendous job, and you also get that bonus. Um, I believe they are still running that where. You make any bet and if it wins, I think it has to win. They'll give you $200. I think that's FanDuel actually. Um, I don't use FanDuel too much, but they're kind of one and the same with DraftKings. Uh, but DraftKings is the king of, uh, of those type of online sports books. They also have brick and mortar because you have to have that to be state legal. Um, other, another good one would be BetMGM. I've been uh, quite impressed with uh, BetESPN. Uh of course, you know, if if you have um a proxy in Las Vegas, you can use the circa or the Westgate and that would be those two would be tops on my list in terms of execution and um and variety of bets. They have fifty two pages of prop bets out of the circa. Oh.
0: And uh, <laughs> pages. I mean it's oh,
2: you gosh, it. John. It's yeah, I mean you you it's like war and peace. <laughs> you know, but by, by the time you get to page twenty eight, the Super Bowl will be over. Yeah. yeah. Um but it is, it's just like um, cool. variations on a theme. You know, how long is the national anthem going to go? I think I remember it was like 88 seconds, I think, over under. And what color shoes are, is she going to be wearing? Wow. You can bet well, on what color shoes the singer is going to be wearing. I, I, I'm glad you said I, the I, singer,
1: John, because I don't even know who's singing the national anthem. I, I, and to I, tell you the
2: truth, I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't either. Ken? I don't know. I have no idea. Okay.
1: Well, we know who's in the big game. We don't know who's singing the national anthem. That's right. That's exactly right.
2: (laughs) Goodness. But it's crazy crazy stuff like that. So you really have to be careful, I think. Uh, My advice is, you know, when you start doing pizza money bets on the Super Bowl and you have all these opportunities to to bet a little bit here, a little bit there, real quick, that pizza uh, money bet and the culmination of all of them turns into a sizable sum. (laughs) And, um, I've seen it happen and where, you know, you think, uh, well, I'm not going to lose them all. Well, I've seen situations where they nearly lost every single one. Yeah. Um, another bit of advice too, is that, you know, if I like the 49ers, I mentioned Brock Purdy and, you know, McCaffrey getting a hundred yards rushing and you can take any one of those prop bets and add whatever yardage you want to it. Um, for example, let me see if I can pull up, um, on bet espn give them a little shout out here uh they, that used to be the uh hollywood casino which i had never used um uh-huh. in years past but it's vastly different uh than it, than it once was say you know 10 years ago uh but just, let's take a look at um player props here rushing yards um
0: so you're saying, John, when you, as you're looking this up, you're talking about a, like doing a little bit of a parlay. Is that what you're talking about, like taking one of these bets and then taking the rushing yep. yards as like an alternative rushing
2: yard amount? Is that what you mean? Yeah, exactly. So here's McCaffrey, um, over 80 and a half yards, minus 170. That's where they're starting at. So the the line that you'll see at most places is probably, uh, I'm going to say 90 and a half, 91 and a half in that area. Uh, but if you think that he's going to get over 100, which I mentioned earlier in the show, that that's only that's happened 22 times. And he wears number 23, too, by the way. So is that a reason to do a pizza money bet? <laughs> because he wears number 23 and he would be the 23rd. Yeah. You know, Ooh. In the Super Bowl, I think it is probably, you know, it's kind of, you know, throw $10 on it or $5 on it even. I mean, just so you have that little bit of action, and it does make the game just that little bit more exciting. And and resist the temptation to think, oh, he's going to get 100. He's easily going to get 100. Yeah. Well, huh. you know, over 100 and a half yards is plus 125. I'm happy with that. If he gets over 100. Hey, that's great. Yeah. If he gets 92 where I would have won the regular bet, well, that's that's the pizza money bet. You know, you can't look at it and say, oh, I should have done just the regular one. No, yeah. if you're going to put something out there uh, mm-hmm. with player props for yardage, you get get the highest plus money you think you um, is attainable. Yeah, like sure. guys um, like Rice. Um, I don't have the MVP odds in front of me, but uh, Rice of Kansas City. Now, I told you I'd like the 49ers to win it, but this is kind of like a little piece of hedge. What if what if he goes off for like three touchdowns and we finally have an MVP that's not a quarterback? That's paying pretty big, and and I do think that's a a really good opportunity to bet him to win the MVP because everybody's going to take Mahomes or Purdy, and yeah. pretty much everybody's going to take Mahomes. Yeah.
1: Well, John, uh, if folks want to follow you, uh, get the latest as the as the week goes on here. What where where can they follow you? Give us the uh, give us the info. Well,
2: uh, the website that we uh, launched earlier. Well, not. Late last year, around September, is uh, predictiveplaybook.com. That has uh, all kinds of additional information. Uh, Super Bowl articles will be coming out later today and tomorrow. And, um, of course, we offer subscriptions uh, that you can get, and then you get all access to everything. On one of the sites, it's called sportscapping.com. I'm actually ranked fifth out of about 100 pro cappers in college basketball, so we're seeing that card pretty darn well. And um, you know, check it out, and you always get the first week free with me. If you're a new client, you want to see this excellent research, in my opinion, that has uh, stood the test of time for 29 years. Be happy to give you a free week test drive, and then you can see for yourself what it's like to, um, you know, kind of bet professionally and get the information that you need to win. Also, at Twitter, at John Ryan Sports, and the number one, we're up to I think 12,700 followers now, which is tremendous and uh i do a lot of shows that simulcast on twitter as you guys know uh so that those are fun also not as fun as this one but it it is they're fun too (laughs) but uh, i think that's all the the spots i'm on
1: not as fun as this one that's there you go awesome well john uh thank you for your
2: time enjoy (laughs) the big game and uh what's the advice you always give Oh, bet with your heads, never over it. May all the wins be yours. Coming to the end of a, an abbreviated Two Middle-Aged Men
1: in Cleveland, episode 130. Any uh, insight as to where or with whom you may be watching the
0: big game? I will be in the Brexville area spending time with my cousin. I got invited yesterday. Mm. I made the cut. So I'll be doing that. I have, I have one job. So I was there's this big text chain with our family. They like to have people bring stuff. Yeah. A lot of people make homemade things. And I texted my cousin. I said, hey, listen, just tell me what you want me to bring. Yeah. And, of course, knowing myself and my ability to make food, yeah. make food and cook it. What kind of beer are you bringing? Very limited. Oh, no. She goes, bring a half sheet of pizza. Cheese oh, well. only, please. I mean, that's all Perfect. That's That's, what I need.
1: That's it's hard to mess that up. (laughs) Unless I drop it.
0: Half sheet, cheese only. Yep. Cheese only. Okay. My job is to get it in the car, bring it to Brexville and bring it inside. Okay. I think I got a 85% chance of that happening. What are you looking forward to more the game or the ads on the game? I'll be honest with you. Myself. I mean, I could watch the ads anytime. And if I was really interested in the game, I could watch that too. I'm interested in aggressive eating. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to see how many things I can eat in a matter of two and a half to three hours. Oh, my God. That's what I want to do. I mean, I want to gain at least five to seven pounds. Five to seven pounds in one sitting. Yeah. How much food do you... Oh, you mean one sitting. I never stop sitting. Well... You don't stop sitting. You you have to just sit there. How much food do you believe you'll have to consume in order to
1: achieve your goal here?
0: Well, I'll have to eat half that sheet pizza. Yeah. That'll happen. As many chips as possible with No, okay. yeah. I think they're going to have meatballs. Somebody's well, bringing here, a meatless so yeah. salad. Have you ever heard of that? A meatless salad? Isn't that? It's just a salad. Just
1: any salad? Yeah. yeah. Why
0: do you have to call it meatless? I don't understand that. That's just different. So I guess I'll ground and uh, you know put down some of that. The spread at this party is usually pretty good, and then I top it off. My uh, uncle, God bless him, he's 86 years old. He makes chicken tortilla soup. Ooh. I'll be honest with you, I've stolen the recipe. Obviously, I don't have a flipping clue of what the heck I'm doing because it never tastes the same. But I might dip my head and just slurp it. <laughs> it's like here, take a bowl. No, I'm just gonna. Dump the whole thing yeah. right in my mouth, right from the crock pot. Why not? It's my day.
1: That's I like that.
0: It's my day. You, right. where will you be taking the uh, the big game in?
1: I would assume that I'll be at home. Uh, home I, I know hardest. this is a shocker. There will be hockey this weekend. Oh. Okay. But they closed the rink for the Super Bowl. Really? Yes. Wow. So there's no... There's no uh hockey during the Super Bowl.
0: Wow. So okay. Well, that's a big deal. So you'll be watching. Well, are you excited for the commercials or the game? Yes. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. I'll
1: be watching if, if my kids want to watch, I'll be watching. If they don't want to watch, then I don't know.
0: I'll stare at the wall or something. I don't know. Oh, you have different ways you could watch it. You can watch it on your phone too, if you want it. So yeah. It's or you could, is it, are they
1: doing a, a Manning cast for this or anything?
0: I don't think so. No, the game's on CBS. <laughs> Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Yes. It's your guy, Tony Romo. You'll yeah, is Tony on. Romo going to make odd predictions during the game? He only has to. Okay. I can't make fun of him. He's making a lot of money. He, uh, a yeah. Lot he of <laughs> a lot of cash. Uh, well, ten, a great episode? Let me think about all the people we had on the show today. John <laughs> Ryan. John Ryan joined us today. Yes. Appreciate his time. Congrats to the new grandpa. Yeah. Exciting for him. And uh, it is extremely tempting with all the different prop bets that are out there. But I just advise people, as John mentioned during his interview, please limit yourself. Bet on a couple. Sit back and enjoy the game and just gorge in food. Don't gorge with your bankroll. That's where I'm at. Bet with your head, not over it. May all the wins be yours. Ted, have a great big game. Not a but a big game. Oh, you have a really good can't one. Can't say that. Yeah, we're going to get fined. you going to edit that out. Yep. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, who knows? We might have a podcast next week. Could be two weeks. Could be three months from now. I have no idea. But until that time, just remember, we're two middle-aged men in Cleveland. Easy for you to say. Easy for me to say. Maybe I didn't say it very well. Two middle-aged men in Cleveland. <laughs> Two Middle Aged Men in Cleveland is sponsored by Westminster AV. Custom audiovisual packages for all occasions.